Blog Talk Radio. Yo 
Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Lardy, Miss Clardy and Company on BTR. I am your host, Lardy, Miss Clardy. Your co-host today is Akila Ali, and my company is you. Miss D is with me, too. Got you live from everywhere. Good news and bad news, if necessary. This is the place to be and to get heard right here on Blog Talk Radio. Call it, this is call in number of 347 884 8684. That number again is 347 884 8684. And the guest toll free number, if you ain't got no phone, there ain't no reason not not to, because it's toll free, 877-483-3153. That number again is 347-884-8684. And your guest calling number is 877-483-3153. And we have a great show for you again. We're coming back with part two of Coming Clean After Holding Secrets, True Confessions. This is part two now. And with me saying that, because we had our program on Coming Clean After Holding Secrets, and uh, and that was just a week ago. So if you have not listened to it, go back and listen to it. Matter of fact, you can listen to it right on my Facebook page, under facebook.com forward slash W Clardy. And uh, since we are talking about this subject, this is a very, very important subject because it haunts people's lives and health and, 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 and it causes mental illnesses. It can do that too. So we thought we would put this out here. This is a very educational topic. And if you are interested in this topic, come on and help support us, helping somebody get educated, uh, come clean after home secrets, or even if you found about them, all right? So how would you go about telling a truth or concealing a lie? What if it's exposed? What would you do or say? Tell another lie to cover up the other or fess up that you did it? What secrets should you tell? Before they get found out, should you tell I cheated on you? I got a double life. I got other children to have. What is it? You know, alcoholism, sex, what? What is it? I have a mental and emotional issues. What kind? Um, my family has mental and physical impairments in their genes. What? When should you know? Over a candlelight dinner. Who should know about your secret? And can you trust them? So, whatever it is. What is the cost of coming clean? What if you kept a secret for a friend? What is the cost for doing it? What is the cost for telling it? What is the cost 
consequences. How would you would one act on something like this? No longer can you be trusted. God will bless you for not standing in an evil thing, using the method that love covers the multitude of sins. Lose family members, relationships, and friendships for doing the right thing. Compassion. Use prudence and judgment before you tell anything that will damage reputation, loyalty, or integrity. Decide if the person is trustworthy to handle your seat with care. Supplication and prayer and come to a mutual understanding if this is something you want in your life. Give a person a chance to make an educated decision about being with you. Join me again here with Miss D and my co-host, Akila Ali, and myself. Call in at the call-in number of 347-888-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And I am going to turn over and give the floor to Akila Ali, and let's hear what Akila Ali has to say about true confessions coming clean after whole Akila, are you fine? Hello, yes. Akila? Uh, are you I do have something okay. to say about it. Um, okay. I think that, I, that can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you well. Okay. I was saying that I think that um, telling, um, concealing a, a lie or telling the truth is different for um, different people. Some people, mm-hmm. they can, it's easier for them to hold the truth and just to take it to um, forever and just never tell anybody, it doesn't bother them. But other people, um, it, it will bother them and they just, the guilt eats them alive and they want to confess. So, so here a few things that I think that should be told in the beginning that are mm-hmm. really important of a relationship okay. right. is um, if you are, uh, if you have children, you know, like I, I would say that if you, I mean, not not at the beginning of a relationship after you've known that person long enough, I don't think you should go like years and not tell anyone, especially if your kids are like living with the other parent and you just act like you don't have any kids at all. Right. Um, I think that Another um, thing that should be STDs, if you have STDs, I think that is something that should be made known right at the beginning, like whether you meet this person on the Internet or whether you meet this person um, at a donut shop. You know, Mm -hmm. you you, um, are responsible, in my opinion, for telling that person that you have that, and it's just being being responsible and keeping both of you safe so that way they'll be able to say, hey, you know what, we can both work together and figure out some ways to um, still have a relationship and yet keep us both um, healthy. And if you care about that person, you don't want that person to catch what you have. You know what I'm saying? It's just being responsible. Right. With that. That's 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 really making a real uh, uh put just putting it out there. That is very good that should almost on the onset of a relationship. Anything more that you that you have to say on that too? Um well with 
anything with sexuality, anything with sexuality should, be known. should be known. Um, if you if you if you even feel that you are uh, homosexual or anything like that, or um, if you really believe that you are, that's just how you are. I think that should be more known to your partner to know that they know what they're dealing with. So they can, you know, they can work with it together, or they can figure out whether they want to continue a relationship with you or not. But it's just being considerate of the other person. Um, so those are, and that way, when you tell them at the beginning of a relationship, that way, when it's really getting hurt, is being laid right up on the on the beginning. You see, so it's not like you're not like Yeah. But um, when you have quite a few uh, stories that are saying how some people, like, they will hold on to these stories all the way until they're growing. Um, it was this lady. She was in her mid-40s, and she came into the hospital after a car accident, and she needed surgery. So she confessed to um, her nurse that before she went in for surgery, she asked her to tell her husband that she had a child before she met him. And that if her son was to ever come looking for her, for mm-hmm. the husband the son that she loved him every day. She had a son before she met the husband and she put the son up for adoption. But the thing wow. is, is after the surgery she lived. So you know, you know some people will confess when they when they feel like they're about to die when that's the last moment. They will hold that secret in until their deathbed. Until their deathbed. Yeah, and you know, we have heard of some people ever saying that you know that they will hold a secret until all the way to the to the grave. So you know that's just one 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 uh, person that uh, there's many more. We know that there's many more that wait until on their deathbed to want to open and expose secrets that they have. Perhaps you know uh, the same way they do when they're asking for forgiveness and getting prayer, you know, when they're leaving, leaving this world. So, but do you believe that you, uh, exposing things at the very end is good, you know, than what it would be at the, you know, in the middle of your life or something where, you know, it could have prevented, you know, a death from happening. It could have been, you know, by them keeping whatever sorts of have been damaging to their bodies. What you think, Keila? Keila? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Um, I think uh-huh. that I think that um, I think that some people that do um, confess their secrets, like you said, do wait until the the grave to do until before then. Uh, one moment. Okay, well, we're going to go on here to Miss D and see what Miss D got to say, because there's some, there's some uh, uh, movies that we have been watching, or let's say TV programs that have been watched on this subject, and Miss D can shed some light on what she has discovered, uh, you know, her or the neck of where she's at. Miss D, what do you think? Tell us something that you've discovered uh, uh, people coming clean, especially them shows we've been watching. <laughs> well, well, um, being 
being deceitful is is really a uh, it's never a good thing. Keeping secrets could could not be a good thing either in a relationship. Uh, and watching some of these shows, I have seen where. The mistress go goes through changes. The man goes through changes. The wife goes through changes. And it's a no-win situation. Everybody is a loop. Right. That's the truth. You know, that is a cold act. And, you know, the kids even go through it. They if they're if they're uh, friends in school, see their parents going through things, and it's out where they are talking amongst themselves as peers, peer to peer stuff, and 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 looking at where they done found out that their mom's husband, their daddies are messing around on their mamas and stuff like that, and that is uh, being told uh, to want someone that they're confiding to, and you know it's the kids as well. And, you know, the kid is also wants to ask questions concerning it. You know, why why, the, the, why why is daddy doing this? Why is mom doing this, you know, to the other woman that just because they all get hurt. Everybody get hurt, just like Miss D said. So, you know, our, our point is, is to bring up, you know, clean after holding secrets uh, is one thing, but just doing those things uh, it wouldn't be a top priority to, to, to do stuff that would be so hurtful to one another. For whatever reason, I think that people should be more responsible and more uh, accountable for what they do and to and to do the whole picture meeting at the time they do what they do. On meeting uh, individuals that they meet in their life, say like, you know, you met an individual at the store and okay, y'all got together, but nobody wants that. What would it do to either one? So let me, let me see if you know, I can play this one piece of music. music that is according to, you know, the show theme and, you know, and maybe there might be some more light to be shared, but I need to go on a break. And I'll be right back. And you're listening to Lardy, Miss Clardy and Company on BTR. They're talking about coming clean after holding secrets. True Confessions, part two. And if you want to call in or be in the chat room, they're available for you if you don't want to come on and talk, but you've got opinions or questions. That you want to say, you would in the chat be on the phone to call in. So the call in numbers are 347 884 8684. That number again is 347 884 8684. And that toll free number is 877 483. Three one three. That number it is eight seven seven three one three. Or as I said before, the chat room is open for all your comments and questions that you want to pose. 
I'll be right back.
Well, all right, all right. Does everybody can everybody hear me clearly? Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. Now we are back right here on Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on BTR, and we are talking about coming clean after holding secrets, true confessions, part two, and. We were talking about how will we go about telling a truth after concealing lies and what if it was exposed and what to do or say if, if you know, you were found out. Would you tell another lie or cover it up or, or fess up that you did it? And you have heard from both Akila Ali and also Miss D on this subject. I want to say that uh, that, that – um, that episode on the mistress that we were watching where uh, it shows you all the stuff, and the, I guess the title tells it for itself, mistresses, and what mistresses go through with their uh, with other women's husbands that they choose to be on the side to be with, what kind of headaches and, and stuff they go through from being mistresses with those husbands. And then there was men in there that uh, actually was messing around with uh, women that were married as well and what they, how they go about handling what's going on once they find out the truth. Uh, people should get on there on that particular show and look at the episodes on Mistress because uh, there's some deep-coded stuff up in there, <laughs> and it is about coming clean. And not all the time is it a good thing. It's not, it's not all the time a bad thing either. But I'm sure that it feels much better once it got out there and you find out how people are really feeling and thinking. You'd be surprised. So I am going to uh, go over here to this point and, and read an article to you that I found out about. And um, actually, it's an article, article that was given to me, and the article comes from Forbes.com, okay? And... It's about keeping secrets can be hazardous to your health. And it's written by uh, Gina Roberts Gray from Next Avenue, and she's a contributor. And what she has to say about this in her article, and I'll read it to you, so bear with me, um, because it's not that lengthy, but it's got a very, it's got very, very great points, something to think about when coming to keeping secrets and what they can do in your, to be hazardous to your health. So whether it's a racy act from college days, a child's confession that you promise not to share with your spouse, or the revelation of your best friend's affair, by midlife, you're probably carrying around a number of secrets. But whether you realize it or not, they're getting heavier all the time, especially those juicy ones, and they could be threatening to your health. Neuroscientists now believe it's biologically better for us to confess our secrets or better just refuse to be a part to someone else's. The reason is holding on to them puts the brain in an awkward compromised position. The cingulate cortex, essential to our emotional responses, is wired to tell the truth. This logical lobe 
signals the other regions of the brain to share information so it can move on to more important functions like learning. But when you keep a secret locked inside, you don't allow the cingulate to perform its natural functions. Instead, the cortex becomes stressed. More, the truth is, lying makes you sick. When you choose to hold on to a secret, your brain orbital prefrontal cortex stimulates in your mind just how bad sharing the secret will be. Imagining all the possible negative outcomes, the prefrontal cortex is involved in decision-making, complex thought and deception says neurosurgeon Gopal Chopra, chief executive of PingMD, which provides an app to facilitate communication between doctors and patients. If the two regions are at cross purposes, the end result is what Chopra calls the complications of emotional burden. In other words, if your prefrontal cortex wins the battle within your brain over keeping a secret, the pressure it causes in the cingulate cortex leads your body to ramp up production of stress hormones. This is known as the fight or flight response, often triggered when we feel anxiety or fear. If the reactions persist, it can have potentially serious consequences. Every time you think about a deeply held secret, stress hormones such as cortisol can surge, impacting your memory, blood pressure, gastrointestinal tract, and metabolism. Uh, those hormones also include norepinephrine. I guess that's how you say that word, y'all, so forgive me if I tore it up. But Chopra says, which affects part of the brain where attention and responses are controlled. The bigger the secret, the riskier you perceive its protection, the more intense the conflict within your brain resulting in higher anxiety and more potent flight or fight effects. Goes on to say sleep may be disturbed, which could lead to emotional mood swings and a propensity to be ill-tempered or lose your cool, says Dr. Alan Tofus, a neurologist and sleep medicine specialist at New York Presbyterian Hospital, Cornell Medical Center. You may also have difficulty with memory and learning, and the excess release of cortisol will cause a host of other ailments, including possible increase of loss of appetite and disruption of metabolism, okay? Spiking cortisol levels also have been linked to a weakened immune system, osteoporosis, increased blood pressure, and a loss of collagen in the skin, which can lead to deeper wrinkles and a loss of elasticity. Should we stop keeping secrets? Despite dangers, keeping secrets is part of human nature. Even when there is risk involved in keeping a secret, we believe there is greater risk in its disclosure, says psychiatric peer the Fyred of Columbus, Ohio. Simply, we decide that the disclosure of the secret would be more painful to us 
than keeping it hidden. So it stays a secret. Not all secrets bring us stress, the virus emphasizes. Some secrets are useful, even pleasant, like a child's gift or a spouse's surprise party, as long as the secret isn't hurting you or anyone else or isn't perceived by you as being a bad thing, he says, keeping it doesn't have to be a hazardous to your health. But if a friend offers to tell you something weighty in strictest confidence, think before you sign on. Ask yourself, the information truly warrants privacy, Zephyrus advises. Analyze the reason that you are keeping something secret and the consequences of disclosing it, he says. It also helps to consider other people's likely reaction to discovering the secret you're protecting, whether it's your own or someone else's. Often, Zephyrus says, those reactions are much less dramatic than we imagine. This especially applies to embarrassing stories from years ago. Many people find the reasons we may keep some secrets earlier in life may not be as relevant as we get older, he says. Finally, while it may sound like a trivial exercise, research has found that writing out the pros and cons of holding on to a secret that's causing you stress may be helpful. There is no real physiology, I'll get ready to tear, tear up another one, physiology, physiologic explanation, Chopper says, but behavioral studies have shown that writing it out leads to dramatic reductions in stress hormone levels and blood pressure and improvements in mental health. And forgive me if I tow up your name, doctors, and if I tow up some of those interpretation of uh, wording for medical words that need to be said, but I hope that you understood this article I have read to you because to me this is a, this is the best article I have seen on issues of keeping secrets and that it can be hazardous to your health. I watch people even right now today that's holding secrets, and I, and I have to say it. It could be in your family. It could be in my family. But, you know, when you look at this whole thing, you can see how much that secret, especially if it's a juicy one, you know, uh, how it deteriorates, you know, uh, a person's body breaks down. You might lose weight. I didn't seen it. I didn't seen it where you get so big, you know, from eating, trying to hold all them, all them secrets in like that. Boy, that's like a closet full of clothes that then you done out, outgrown and stuff. You was just being what they would call a pack rat. You know what I'm saying? And that's what you become if you don't let those secrets go. So I'm going to take it and turn it back on over to Akila Ali and see what she has to say about this. Akila? Yeah, um, some some secrets do not need to be told now. Okay, if the secret, like, um, if the secret is not yours, like, directly, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Really make mm-hmm. sure you get the whole story before you start confessing to people. You see what I'm saying? When you, right. like, okay, say this lady, say this lady goes into a mall and she sees her friend's husband coming out of a store with another woman. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Automatically, mm-hmm. 
what I'm saying? She she can go call, oh, girl, you know, I've seen your man come on here with this girl and blah, 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 and girl, I think he's cheating on you, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, <laughs> but come to find out, that might be his cousin. You see what I'm saying? That might yeah. be someone in his family that you haven't even met yet. You see what I'm saying? Got so you causing a problem between them, and those two get back together. You see what I'm saying? And now he's looking at you, and they both looking at you like, oh, you're trying to split us up. You're trying to do this. You see what I'm saying? So exactly. before you start confessing other people's secrets, make sure you know the whole story. And, right. you know, and sometimes just if it's in a relationship, it's best just not to even get involved because even if he does cheat and maybe it, it, he is cheating, she may end up forgiving him in the process. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, the, and then they will turn on you. So just, just stay out of that. If it don't have nothing to do with you, relationship-wise, let it go. I, I would say just let it go, you know. Um, and... Uh, this other thing is another story that I had about this guy. His father um, needed surgery. Well, he needed um, blood or some tissue donated to him. So the son went up there to go and donate to his father. And then the, did you know the doctor came out and told him that he was not a match? And not only was he not a match, that he wasn't even related to him. Man, that's that's, that's that's deep. Yeah. You so know, there's just something. Ooh, there's just some things that you know. Well, I mean, but what made him do that? I wouldn't by reveal. The way? Yeah, I wouldn't. I would not reveal that. That's between my parents and whatever. I would not say anything at all because I mean that's heartbroken to have your son that you've been uh, thinking this is your son the whole time actually come to telling you that no, you know what, you're not. You know, you're not my father. You're not this. You're not. You know, that that's right. the secret not to be told. Getting into with people, whether that person is cheating or not. It's not something to get told. And another thing, if you have anxiety problems, okay, I would not suggest <laughs> to go. I would not suggest to get into a therapy or a psychology position because there are going to be people that are going to be coming Ooh, to you and good stuff. Uh, confessing Ooh. their sins to you, okay? And if you can't hold secrets and, and things like that worry you, I would not advise Ooh. going to a very good, very good, okay. very good stuff right there. I, now, I would, I would definitely. I have seen. Now, girl, uh, let me just say this. You know, I, I, you know, I, I ain't ashamed of going to therapy, but some of the people that I have met in the therapy field, especially when they're psychiatrists, okay. Mm-hmm. I have seen some stuff that I would have said to myself. They should not be in this field, period, because mm-hmm. I have seen where, okay, you, have you ever had a psychiatrist that wears sunglasses? <laughs> <laughs> that wears sunglasses in in the in the in the in the, in the discussion room where you having your psychiatry uh, 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 a point at. And he's at the, you sitting there talking. He got sunglasses on, and also, also, also after you get finished talking and unloading, you find that he don't even respond and come to find out he behind the sunglasses sleep. <laughs> I have seen. I have. Seen this for my own self, you know, that's not a good thing that that person should be in the field of psychology or psychiatric, any any of that, dealing with yeah, the mind. Yeah, you know? none of that, nothing where people no. are accessible to you, and if you have a friend that's like, I got to tell you this, girl, I got to tell you this, like, if you just like, wait, hold on a minute, okay, <laughs> look, 
I, 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 you better sit up there and sip your tea and say, that ain't none of my business. Like, for real. I, I ain't got nothing to do with that. You see what I'm saying? Women out there, I, I'm saying women, there's a men that's out there too, but us, to us women, we need to quit talking about our men when they mess with us and make us upset, and we keep talking about, you know, about our secrets and stuff that's going on in our relationships, you know, because at the end of the day, after you done talked about your man all crazy, and then your friends see you go back to your man, yes. you having a relationship. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> you know th- that that makes it even more. Uh, it, it it makes it even more like, well, what you come to me to talk about your man for? What your man you know, doing to you? And you talk about breaking up with him, and there you is back over there, lovey dovey again. Be, and they be talking about, girl, he don't never clean up after himself. I just okay. don't do nothing right. Okay. And I'm just so sick and tired of him, and blah blah blah. And then you with him, <laughs> it's looking like, look at it. You thought it's bad as him. <laughs> Look over here and see what Miss D got to say about the article and what she got to say. I know she got something funny to say because what we talk about is pretty funny. It's serious, but it's always good to have humor in when we're talking about such subjects, especially when you can look back on some stuff. Miss D? Well, I try very hard to stay out of other people's situations. I I don't want to know your secrets. Uh, my suggestion is always you better go get you a diary and write it down in your book because <laughs> <laughs> I can't help you with it. And if I happen to be, I have been places where a secret was being told and I didn't care to hear it. But fortunately enough, I have the power to be able to, things that don't pertain to me, I don't, I don't retain it. Mm-hmm. It, go, it goes in one ear and clean on out the other because <laughs> I'm truly not interested. You know what I'm saying? And and being the, the, the realest person that I am, like I said, things that don't pertain to me, I don't get into. I, I don't allow people to tell me stuff that I can't help them with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I can't help a person that's in a relationship and don't know what to do because right. it's their life and they have right. to make the decisions. Mm-hmm. Now, now, if if you come and ask me a question on something, you know, I will try to answer that question for you. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to sit down and tell me your story because, <laughs> one, I'm not going to tune in. I might sit there and be looking you dead in your face and not hear one word you say because I'm not interested. And I am so thankful for having that power, you know, because Ooh, a lot well, of people. You can tune the stuff out. Yeah, because a lot of people sometimes they just got to vent, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I mean, if, if, if it's a person I know, or an associate or a friend or a family member or whatever. Uh-huh. I can let them vent, but I don't have to listen. Mm. 
Well, you know, I think that that's a beautiful thing right there when you can tune something out. I can't tune nothing out. I try my best. Everything, Mm. everything goes and swim up there in my brain. So Mm. I'm like what you said, Akila. You know, if you have a, a, if you have an acute uh, anxiety problem, you stay away from anything that will flare it up. Because see, I don't have time for a panic attack. And panicking, mm-hmm. trying to keep up somebody's secret. You know what yes. I'm saying? And look, I'll yes. tell them in a minute. You deal with that on your own, I'll give you this advice because yeah. I've been there. Just yeah. do it. Just tell it and leave it alone so that you can deflate, girl, because listening mm-hmm. to you, I got I got bags underneath my eyes just listening to you. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Losing sleep so, and everything. You know, good. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Losing sleep and everything. Mm-mm-mm. Now, look. Not over somebody else's situation, I ain't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lose no sleep. I'm not going to stress. Like I said, because. And she ain't ain't never lied. That ain't no secret either, because she will. She'll fall asleep on you with her eyes open. Look. (laughs) (laughs) With her eyes looking at you. (laughs) Wait, I I also have been blessed to have the powers to remove myself. Spiritually, so that only the flesh is there, and I'm no longer there. I'm somewhere, somewhere looking down, but I am not there. <laughs> so, you need to hear all that either. He ain't never lied. That she, that is the truth. So anybody that is gonna listen to Miss, that's gonna tell Miss D something, you better make sure that she looking at you and pay attention. Because no, no. She will, see, she will see, I, I will, <laughs> Like I said, if it's something that you know, like I said, most of the time people don't tell their secrets, regardless, unless you catch them in a drunken state, uh, and and they, it's so heavy on their mind that they talking under the influence, and oh, even Jesus. even then. Like I say, you got to know the person in order to know whether they're actually talking about an actual situation or are they fantasizing under the influence. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, there there are times that if I'm in the company of someone that's just got to vent, like I said, I, I can not listen to it. It's the difference in hearing something and listening. Mhm. It's like if well, you, you made it, us know that difference, Miss D. It, it's <laughs> like if you if you hear a noise, you're gonna stop and tune in so that you can try to find out where that noise came from. That's not listening <laughs> when you tune in. I don't tune in. See, listen to her. She tells so, you, okay. That that's that's my 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 way of doing uh, the 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 courtesy thing. Like I said, if I'm with somebody that's just got a vent, you know, some people you can't shut them up. They gonna tell it regardless because it's weighing that heavy on their minds that they right. gotta get it out. But right. I can, like I say, not tune <laughs> in. You know what I mean? Don't <laughs> tune in. Cause see, I got enough of my own stuff that I got to 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 
try to resolve or keep up with or try to remember and all of that good stuff. So if I allow other people's stuff to come into my head, I I say that would definitely overpower you. (laughs) Of course. Of course. Okay, wait a minute. I'm going to go on to a break, and we're going to sit back and, 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 and think on the stuff that we've already done talked about. And if there's anybody out there that is listening in on this program, you can call in. There was a couple of people that was in the chat room, and all of a sudden, uh, everybody disappeared, and it was like one minute before it was time for the show. So come back. Come back, y'all, so that we can have somebody that will want to uh, to, to join us to talk about this because um, it's a very, very uh, educational show, and we would love to have your comments or views on this subject of uh, holding secrets and coming clean afterwards and, you know, just in true confession. So this is the call-in number. Call in at 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And the guest toll-free number, if you don't got no phone, here's a toll-free number, 877-483-3157. That number again is 877-483-3153. That number also goes to people that have minutes running and they can't afford to use up all their minutes. That's the toll-free number. And we will be back after as the beat goes on, y'all, because it is the truth. You still got to keep moving.
And as the beat goes on, as we walk around the world in 80 days, <laughs> and we come and clean after holding secrets, true confessions, part two. I am Lardy, Miss Clardy. They call me Lardy, Miss Clardy, okay? And I guess I can come with the fat every now and then, you know? So we are back with Ali. Akila Ali and Miss D, and we're talking again on this subject of coming clean after holding secrets, true confessions, part two. And we were talking about all the different effects and dynamics that we have seen and, and, and what we feel that's most important to talk about or not talk about it at all. And even when it comes to uh, confessing sins or, or whatever you want to call these secrets uh, on your deathbed, and dealing with your psychiatrist, yeah, I, I got a, I got, I got one of those uh, programs back there, way back there, where we was talking about <clears throat> is your psychiatrist and psychologist helpful to you? And I, I did, I, and to bring that up, just to say that when we were talking about it in this sense, where Akila Ali was talking about, you know, and you, you might want to like you know, hold up on some of some of the load, you know, on some of those psychiatrists or psychologists, uh, because not everybody can handle it. It, it does. It takes oh, a toll. Well, You'll be able to see it. Well, they have their, the thing uh, is, you, but the see, I like to comment. See, the thing is, I mean, you, you're, you're going through psychology. You see what I'm saying? You know, and, and when you get into psychiatry, understand that people are going to talk to you about probably the depth of their mind. If you're Absolutely. Saying, you know, if you have an anxiety problem, don't go into psychology because you're going to hear all types <laughs> of stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know, especially if you have if a person that you're studying, you know, or listening to has anxiety, they're just going to blurt out everything for the last that they did for the last ten years. I mean, they're going to, you uh, know, if that's not what you're into, and that's not I you don't like you. and secrets stress you out. Don't get into psychology, please. Just to save uh, yourself the trouble, especially if you're someone that holds your heart on your sleep and you want to help that person, you're extremely um, giving and extremely really want to help that person, you know, I wouldn't really get into it if you're not, if you're not into, uh, like Miss D, you know, can separate yourself. <laughs> well, you know, well, I, I would go on to say that uh, what you just said was a very pertinent uh, uh, solution to uh, dealing with people because social services is not a a a, a light area because see in social services you have to be able to deal with people's psyche and different things and what's going on uh, you know. Children's services is another area. Uh, okay, there's psychology. That's another area. Then there is the welfare department. Girl, I remember I was working in the welfare department, right? And <clears throat> one day, and I'm telling you, we had like a load of like you know 700 people. Okay, I'm a case manager, and you know, and you know, some of the people that come in there is it's not it's not easy when somebody need to express their soul to you and you see yeah. stuff going on and I went home <laughs> one day I was young though I went home and I literally bust out crying on the floor because I was going through listening to all the people's problems that they were facing 
and why they were there to get cash assistance and stuff like that. And I realized that I was not just a case manager. I have became a social worker. (laughs) I Mm -hmm. became a a lightweight psychologist, all kind of stuff in that field because you have to you have to calm people down and and give them another way of thinking. I guess that's why I ended up being who I am right now today. But I had to go through uh, counseling. Uh, in order just for every day just to deal with some of the subjects that I was uh, going through in the social field. There's nothing wrong with it because you do. You get overburdened with, you know, people telling you they they stuff that they going through and stuff. I think I ate myself to death, too, and gained some weight on it, you know. It wasn't even my problems, you know. And then I go to tell, like I said earlier, I went to go tell my psychologist or well he was a psychiatrist psychiatrist and um and like like I said I never knew why the why why the man wore shades in our in our in our uh appointment time you know when we're there talking I never understood why he was wearing them <laughs> but but you know when I started pouring out all the stuff that I had to go through and all I had was an hour and then I realized he ain't flinched none or nothing. You know, I'm like, sir, sir, are you listening to me? And then, no. you know, he wakes no, up out of this day, you know, and I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, well, you know, that means that he's been overburdened. He's been probably uh, covering at least 10 people in that day before he got to me, and he was just dog tired, mentally speaking, because the mind can't hold no more than what? Two seconds of of <laughs> they say one hour, but we be like taking the taking the mind through extremes. So, you know, just to say that you know it's very important. You know who we talk to, how we talk to people, when to talk to them, and how long to talk to them. Because like Miss D said, if she tune you out, you know after. <laughs> After so much, you know, because mm-hmm. ain't nothing left to do but to sit and stare and do and do an out of body experience, you know, until the person gets finished. <laughs> um, I would like to clear. I would like to clarify uh, something that I said that there's um, that we do need a lot of people in the like social workers and people from well. Go ahead. We're listening. And then. Uh, until until Akila gets back, uh, Missy, what yeah. part, you were talking to me about, you know, uh, some of this stuff. What was it that you? Sh- I want you to share that with with the with the listeners. Share that with the listeners. Well, like I said, if it's your situations and your 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 stress, when you have your own stress to deal with. Mm-hmm. You, what you need to do is you need to first confess the secret to yourself that's bothering you and own up to it. Then it's no mm-hmm. longer a secret because mm-hmm. you, you have either admitted to yourself that you were wrong or that you were mistaken or however the situation was, mm-hmm. and you have forgiven yourself. Mm-hmm. And once you do that, you're free of it. So this is why you can't take on other people's stress. This is right. why it takes, it, yeah. it, takes, it takes special people to be in the social work business. 
You one, sure do. one, you 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 you've got to be an understanding person. Two, you have got to be able to, like I say, listen, but not take it in. Mm-hmm. You take in just enough so that you are able to give some advice, but you mm-hmm. don't take the whole story in. You see what I'm saying? So it takes yeah. special people to be in that field, and yeah, and yeah. and with the person that that, like I said, is is dealing with the secret. Uh, within themselves, uh, like I say, first you got to sit down and own up to the secret. Admit, mm-hmm. admit the part that you played in the secret. Right. And ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Once, once you have forgiven yourself, it is no longer a secret. That's right. And so, therefore, you don't have that stress and that burden anymore. Right. You re you you re you relieve the brain of that pressure, right? Yeah, so, that's good. You know yeah. that that that's basically, uh, like I say, what a person is actually doing when they go to a counselor or to a psychiatrist or whatever. They're venting all of the things that's caught up in their head that they haven't been able to let out, and mm-hmm. in being able to tell it. They can hear it. They hear themselves talking, and as they're talking, the brain is working on how to resolve that. How to resolve that? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because you're getting right. it out. So you can do the same thing, like I said, if you first, like I say, admit the secret that that what you did in the secret. Right. Admit, admit what yeah. the secret is. Okay, and, and, say you're, and say you're not going to do it again. I, I think that even if, um, like cheating or something, you know, if you do that and you like said you tell yourself that, okay, I'm not going to do it again. Do you think that that's that's a way of of relieving more stress too when you say you're not going to do it again, or just just well, well, definitely because like I said, once you once you own up to what the part that you played in it, and you ask for the forgiveness. You know you were wrong, or or whatever the the situation was. You have resolved it, and asked for forgiveness. Mm. And when you're asking for the forgiveness, you're forgiving yourself. Yeah, as it yeah. would be said in the in the Christian area, uh, where where they say that uh, that go and sin no more. Right. So whatever that secret was about, and it had caused harm, and it blew up, you know, where family members done got rid of you, or you know, your man or your woman, or even your kids might even separate once you know the secret is out, right? You know, but the point of it is, is that uh, after everything is out, and like Miss D has said. You ask for forgiveness. Does that mean that you're supposed to go back and do the same things in a different way again? Well, definitely not. Why would you do that? If you truly well, I mean, are people that do do that, though. Well, well, see, those people didn't do what I just said. They didn't do that. They didn't mm-hmm. sit down and 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 own up to the part that they played in the secret. They didn't admit that they were wrong. They didn't ask themselves uh, to forgive themselves. They didn't ask uh, 
the father to forgive them uh, if they felt that they had committed a sin, you know. Uh, well, that, that, that so they keep it secret. That that's not keeping us. Uh, they're, they're not uh, to to them if they keep doing it. It's it's not a secret because then everybody gonna know. If you keep doing the same thing over and over, somebody gonna soon see you. Okay. So so then it's no longer a secret. So therefore, like I said, once you own the secret and you ask for the forgiveness, you're not gonna repeat that again. Yeah, especially if you know what it done done to you and caused in your life, like this one article that I was looking at, and I'll just speak an excerpt of it, and it comes out of HowStuffWorks.com, Health.HowStuffWorks.com, and Mental Health, where Anita E. Kelly, a doctor of psychology at University of Notre Dame, has studied and written a lot about secrets. While she had, hadn't found a direct, you know, link between keeping secrets and being physically sick, she and researchers did find that those who withhold a feel and do show anxiety and depression and overall body aches and pains, those who confess hidden secrets did get health benefits, but those who held them didn't necessarily get sick as a direct result. Uh, but to sum up what Kelly and her team said, said it was quite simple. Secretive people also tend to be sick people. And as she said, I don't think it's much of a stress to say that being secretive could be a link to being symptomatic at biological levels. See what I'm saying there? You know, so so is it true that, you know, uh, people hiding traumatic secrets show more incidence of hypertension, influenza, and even cancer? Uh, but what about secrets that aren't traumatic, you know? So could could that be uh, uh, some other some other things that can be uh, considered as well in in keeping secrets? Uh, because as I, as I am looking at it, um, even when it came to me before, I said, forget it. I ain't keeping no more secrets. I ain't got no secrets to 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 um, to keep because everything that I've been through and that I had became very very victorious or overcoming it and then becoming an author of. And when I say the author of, I mean having having that stamp of approval to say that I have authority over victimization and fraud, and that is even within my own self, you know. So that meant that I could no longer stand by and hold um, uh, uh, secrets that were detrimental to my health and also uh, secrets to what other people have that is detrimental to them. It was like it started in me to find a way to resolve those things so to help them to stop doing those things to themselves because it's like victimizing yourself. Wouldn't you agree? Nobody's talking. Did I say something? No, I agree that, um, if, I mean, if you if you uh, hold on to secrets, um I mean, you can't become the victim sometimes. Uh, I mean, it could stress you out because at the end of the day, it's hurting you because you're holding it. Yeah, well, since, you know, it's saying that, you know, you really 
doing harm to yourself. So sometimes we as a people don't even know that holding secrets is like victimizing yourself, hurting yourself. Certain secrets. secrets. We're talking about those ugly, ugly, deep, dark secret stuff. We ain't talking about holding a secret like I want to throw a a secret birthday party where you don't even know I'm throwing the party. That's good Mm -hmm. stuff. But we're talking Mm -hmm. about stuff that can literally injure you and other parties for Mm -hmm. keeping, you know, the, the, the dangerous stuff, you know. Yeah, that those yeah. things can, you know, you can be a victim to yourself and defraud mm-hmm. yourself out of the right not to be acquainted with that sort of stuff, you know? Yeah. So this is good stuff. You know, I, I, I really am uh, very, very happy that we had this discussion. I think that this discussion will help a lot of people. And even though uh, we've been waiting for someone to um, – to get on the chat and say something, or uh, you know, just to call in. They're not talking. They're not in there. Oh well, that's okay. You know, they're there though. They're over there in the holding place, over there. You know, just listening in. It must be really some good stuff that that there's nothing to talk about. And you know what? And it was a subject that was brought up earlier to me, even, you know, in subjects like this and subjects where uh, blacks or, or will I say, us as a race of people, uh, you know, don't embrace who we are and, you know, other races can come and, and what's that word, take us and and do harm to us and we don't really get up to fight and stay fighting you know it will be like the same thing in this subject you know they're there but talking about some things it's really hard for us as a black race to do that we have been so ingrained in being quiet keeping stuff hidden don't talk you you know what I'm saying, and it's hard to uh, to to move us to talk about things that need to be talked about. There are many people that are out there that are just as knowledgeable as we are. All they got to do is just do their research and dig dig deep down inside and use some of the. Uh, experience that they have went through uh, to show that there are people out there that are not alone, that are really not alone on any of the topics that we talk about. But it's very, very hard for people to come forth and, and you know, give their uh, two cents on what's going on. You know, they'd rather sit back and, and listen. And, and I'm not saying everyone, but if it's good to you and you getting something out of it, Perhaps take that, take this information and use it to the best of your ability in your own lives and in your family lives and friends' lives. What you say, Miss D? I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But but again, you know it's Friday, and it ain't five o'clock yet. A lot of people ain't got off work, and I'm sure later on today your Facebook book will be jumping. Uh, uh, or better yet, that they will be downloading, uh, you know, these uh, podcasts that we do because they are recorded and archived. So there will be people that will do that. And I have seen, you know, big movement in that area since we've been talking on specific subjects at other times than other times when we do talk. 
So, you know, I'm just appreciating the point that we have come together to bring forth another you know, educational. I, I, I feel really good about it because, like I said, it's like having a, a round circle discussion. Absolutely. And like, if you're alive, you have definitely been through something and right. that you, you know, have information that could be shared with someone that's going through something similar. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, and so it's going to the right, it's going for something good, for something positive. Akila Ali, what is it that you uh, would like to say to the hearers that may, you know, come and listen to this particular uh, segment that we have done, what would you like to tell that listening audience? Well, I would like to um, clarify something that I said in, in the beginning of the conversation, that if mm-hmm. you are if you are giving, now see, if someone, if you, like I said, if you are in a um, social worker, welfare type of issue, there's nothing wrong with having compassion for someone. Um, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't be giving to that person, but know how to listen to their situation but right. then, but then separate yourself not to the point where you you can't eat and you can't sleep, but where you are able to help them, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and send them to places that will that they can get the help that they need. You see what I'm right. saying? And um, where you you know you, where you can help them. Now, if you're not eating and you're not sleeping, you really can't help that person that that much because you're stressed out. And I know someone right. that's actually uh, going to school to become a social worker. So you know, I hope that she listens in. Or um, maybe she'll comment or something because I know that um, she she knows about this stuff firsthand. So um, I'm excited um, for her to hear this um, this podcast. And um, like mm-hmm. she said, you know, when someone is coming and venting to you, understand if that person is venting, if they just venting, then just let them vent and you know separate yourself. Just listen. And sometimes they just want somebody to just to hear them, or they want some help. And if they just want some help. Here, okay, here's some programs for you, or here's such and such. And there, that's it. You've done your job. You know, you've done that's what right. you're doing. You know, and, and leave it at that. Now, what they choose to do after that, it, whether it's domestic violence, whatever, you see what I'm saying? You gave them uh, packets, brochures, you pointed them where they can get some help. Now, it's their choice whether they want to do that or not. You know, right. but just watch, I would say watch their patterns. You see what I'm saying? Just definitely watch their patterns, you know, but don't don't lose sleep and, and, and get sick over it, you know, because you still have to, you know, live your life too. But um, just stay where you can help them in a healthy way and, and keep yourself healthy in the process. Um, okay, and that is an awesome, awesome conclusion to coming clean after holding secrets. Ms. D, do you got anything to say? And thank you, Akila for bringing that forth for the hearers. Anything you got to say, lastly, to the listeners before we close this session? No, just be blessed, not stressed. I heard that. Be yes. blessed, not stressed. I like right. that. And laugh a lot. <laughs> I have that because on the T-shirt. It... Say it again. Did I have that on the T-shirt. <laughs> okay. Well, then that's saying that's saying something for real when you can find it on a T-shirt. That's right. Be blessed, not stressed. Thank you, Miss D. And now we are rolling down with the time, and I would like to say thank everybody for coming and listening in uh, on this particular episode, Coming Clean After Holding Secrets, True Confessions Part 2. And this concludes this session, and there will be more of shows 
they're going to be on different levels, of course. But I have not made any other show right now because uh, I have to go in and and look at some things to bring to the show that may be just as good of interest. So check back with me next week, and we will have a show for you. You can, uh, again, come and look on the profile here at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Lardy, Miss Clardy, and look on the profile and you will see what upcoming um, episodes that we have available for you. Or you can go and listen to uh, archived uh, episodes that's already uh, been talked on. And you can follow me if you choose to, and I thank you if you do. And you can also find all of us on Facebook, except Miss D. Miss D, she don't do Facebook. She's with us, though, okay? We come and confide with her what's going on. But Akila Ali and my sister, being my sister keeper, my sister's keeper, it is called. This is a, a group, um, a closed group. But you can join my sister's keeper because we are our sister's keeper. Am I right, Akila? Yes, and we discussed everything from um, how to handle your children in certain situations your children are going through, how to communicate with your children. We discussed all types of situations that women go through and how we can help each other, um, strengthen each other. Um, and we share our perspectives and our experiences with each other with hopes that we can we are able to help someone else um, from our experiences. So. We do a lot in there, and then we post a lot of fun stuff, too. You'll find a lot of inspirational, motivational posts. And, um, yeah, so if you are interested in it, you should come check us out. We have about 250 people in wow. our group. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, and you just heard that. It's a very popular group. And also, if you want to come on the Haters Blog page, I got the Haters Blog closet, okay? <laughs> Y'all come there and post up what somebody did to you and what you hate, but in the end, we are finding re- resolutions to hate because we want to be able to change the mind of people that have haterism issues. And there is about maybe about 180 people on that page, and you could come on there and, and look at the sayings and different ideals and stuff that's be bounced off over there in that area. But you can communicate with me on Facebook forward slash, well, it's facebook.com forward slash W Clardy. That's where you can find all of the upcoming uh, episodes that I may post as well as some good other, other sayings that are up there that you can look at as well and befriend me and I will befriend you. And we are here now at this point where we have gotten everything out on this particular episode. There won't be no more episodes on this. It might be on something else, but it will be kind of like, you know, in between. But there's other things that I want to talk about. Eventually, I want to get into that area called, you know, why we have problems, why we don't like gays. That's coming up, so everybody get ready for that one, okay, because there's a lot to be said about that subject, and it needs to, those those hidden 
secrets or things that people be saying against gays and not really look at what they're saying um, that could be hurtful um, and not looking at themselves as well. We got something we want to talk about on that. That's a heavy subject, so be ready for that. I am preparing it. And so the note for today from me would be when we keep secrets, should we be careful and cautious when we keep secrets of others and when questioning others? That's the question that to say to yourself, you know, and how you want to view it. And then, you know, when we have another subject on this, maybe you might want to say something about it. And cannot enslave a mind that knows itself, that values itself, and that understands itself. And you have listened to Lardy Miss Clardy and company on BTR, on Blog Talk Radio. And we're signing off this evening with a beautiful song on what? Let's talk about family, you know. Well, matter of fact, let's make it uh, it's a new day because it is a new day. And everybody have a gorgeous Friday. Thank God it is Friday. Have a good night. Good night, sisters. Good night. Good night. So good, don't